On this 17th Friday in Ordinary Time, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St Matthew. Jesus came to his native place and taught the people in their synagogue. They were astonished and said, Where did this man get such wisdom and mighty deeds? Is he not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother named Mary and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon and Judas? Are not his sisters all with us? Where did this man get all this? And they took offence at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honour except in his native place and in his own house. And he did not work many mighty deeds there because of their lack of faith. This is the Gospel of the Lord. It's more blessed to give than to receive. This is what St Paul says that Jesus said in the Acts of the Apostles. Even though it's not mentioned in the Gospels that the quote came straight from Jesus' mouth, hearing St Paul tell us that Jesus actually said it means to know with absolute certainty that it was so. Moreover, it's the logic of the Gospel. The child in Sunday's Gospel must have felt pure joy when he saw that, thanks to his small contribution, Jesus took care of the rest, leaving thousands of people satisfied. That's what happens when we decide to give Jesus our five loaves and two fish. That is, whatever we have, whatever we can. He doesn't ask for more. He doesn't ask for great things. But he does ask for everything. Have you ever experienced that wild and inexplicable joy of realising how good it is to give what we have to help others? Only those who live it know it. It's not enough to put it into words, you must give it a try. Have you ever tried giving what you had and being left apparently empty-handed, but all of a sudden realising that you had everything? Only the one who gives up everything realises that. In fact, it's not necessary to have something to be truly happy. Giving in itself is enough. He who gives himself grows, said St. Alberto Hurtado. He who gives himself grows, and thus makes others grow. And we grow only if we give ourselves together as a community. Let's walk on this path together. Let's renew our desire to give every day. Let's not keep anything to ourselves, because it's the only way we'll be truly happy. As this week comes to an end, let's delve deeply into what the Word of God teaches us about itself, about the value it has for us, for our life of faith, for our learning to get to know ourselves better. Today, I want us to find the answer to what we have been reflecting on over the last few days about the reason why what God says is living and effective, about the reason why the Word of God is like a sword which cuts and penetrates the depths of the soul, of the heart, of the spirit. In fact, we could speak about the why. Why does the Word of God cut deep into us? What's its purpose? Well, the answer is simple, and it's given by the Word itself, to help us discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. It's worthwhile to understand what discernment is, which means to judge things well, to be able to grasp and comprehend things, and then choose. The Word of God penetrates us so that we may know how to discern what's in our mind and heart when everything seems to be mixed up and confused. 
Only he who knows how to listen learns how to discern well what's in his thoughts and feelings. He who talks a lot listens little, and in general he takes decisions according to his own criteria. Therefore he has every chance of being wrong. If this holds true of our life, let's imagine if we think about it from God's point of view. That's why he who listens to God day by day is, eventually, the wisest, because he discerns according to God's thoughts and desires, which are the ones that will never be wrong. Today's glimpses of the Gospel provides us with a clear and vivid example of what I'm trying to tell you. The parishioners in Jesus' time, the people in his own town, trusted in their own criteria and thoughts. Therefore, that Jesus that their own eyes saw, that carpenter who was so human, so ordinary, didn't fit their criteria of what a prophet should be. They probably thought, it's impossible that one of us would speak in the name of God. It's impossible that the carpenter's son could be so wise, could speak with such wisdom. In the end, that's what being a prophet is, to listen to God, to hear his word, and to talk to other people about what we've heard, having discerned our thoughts and desires. What hypocrites or fools we, men, sometimes are, those of that time and of today, those within the church and outside. Oftentimes we can be fickle like weather vanes, in the sense that we pursue thoughts or feelings that aren't those of God, because we don't know how to discern. For example, if we like someone, everything he says becomes the word of God. It's unbelievable. It happens with politicians, with teachers, with priests, with everyone. If I like someone because, deep down, he embodies my thoughts and my desires, I'm capable of flattering him and blinding myself in a childish way just because he says what I want to hear or because he is against those I abhor. Now, I don't care about his moral life, his follies or incoherencies, but that he says what I want to hear. In fact, the reverse can be true. When someone I don't like so much says truths I don't want to hear, and just because that person doesn't live them, or is not very kind in saying them, I don't value his words, or I don't care about what he says. So what shall we do? Neither one thing nor the other. What does it matter then? What matters is what the person says. The truer a truth is, the less it matters who says it. Jesus was rejected by his parishioners, as it happens to us in our families, in our communities, in our environments. Many times we cannot overcome these obvious obstacles. They just prove impossible. God became a human being. He wanted to be an ordinary man. God wanted to speak to us normally, and that's why he had a mouth and a heart. Jesus was fully human, without ceasing to be fully God. We can be godly men and women, real prophets, without ceasing to be human beings. Indeed, it's a good sign that we don't cease to be fully men and women, in every sense of the word. Let's learn to listen to everyone, because beyond God's written word, he speaks to us through everyone, even through those we despise. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever.